0: The Minnesota Wild pick up a huge win over the Dallas Stars in a shootout, and Philip Gustafson shines brightest on the biggest stage. We break down all the action on tonight's Locked On Wild postcast. You are Locked On Wild Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota. Your team every day. Minnesota Wild pick up a 2-1 to win in a shootout over the Dallas Stars. A huge win for the Wild as they continue their seven game homestand and our Lockdown Wild postcast starts right now. Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg and Kevin, a game the Wild absolutely had to have and it was tense. It was tight. You'd expect nothing less, but ultimately the Wild did what they needed to do to come away with a big win.
1: Yeah, they just found a way. I think that's a great way to put it. They uh, They battled You know, Dallas always gets up for games against Minnesota. These are longtime rivals in this division. Uh, Dallas is having a great year. They've got, in my opinion, one of the best two or three goalies in the world in Jake Ottinger out of Lakeville North. But in the end, Minnesota found a way. And it, uh, you know, was a game of momentum where the Wild looked good, steady, uh, solid through two periods, got got that lead in the third period. But I thought Dallas played their best hockey of the night there to close out the third period. Overtime was kind of back and forth, but again, I thought Dallas had the better chances. And then the shootout, it's rare that you can give up the first shot in a shootout and then miss the first couple and still rally to win. But, you know, you got to give a ton of credit. As you mentioned Phil Gustafson, but how about under pressure Freddie Gaudreau scoring when he had to, and then young Matt Boldy getting the, uh, the winning goal as well.
0: And we've talked about it with Gustafson a lot over the last couple of weeks is I just think his demeanor and his calm nature in Nets, again, not to take anything away from Marc-Andre Fleury, but with the scope of the season right now, I think his calm presence and the way that he just handles things to prevent any sort of extra opportunities for the opponent I think is a huge reason why this team was, uh, was able to come away with a win in this one tonight.
1: Well, when your backs are up against the wall and Minnesota clearly right now is in that situation, they're likely going to be in that spot all the way to the end of the regular season. There's a lot of pressure. And when your goaltender can play like a flatliner, and that's kind of how I would describe Philip Gustafson. He's a very, very calming influence on this hockey team. And, you know, we just heard Dean Everson after the game talking about it. It isn't just his calm demeanor. It also is the way he stops the puck. I mean, he's a big-bodied goalie that plays a really solid positional game. And, you know, the progress that he has made, if you go back Seth, to week one of training camp when he came in and he admitted he was a little uh, out of shape, not ready to compete at the highest level. And so where he is now, he's a different goalie. Like he's taken a giant step forward. And right now, you know, if you if you really handicap this thing, um, he might be putting a hall of famer on the bench for a while because how do you take this kid out? I mean, he's absolutely on fire. He's locked in.
0: Yeah, and it's every every game he's in net, he stops shots early. He stops shots late. He, he has been unbelievable in all of the different instances in which he has been in a game in overtime. It doesn't matter the situation. He just is always up to the pressure and the situation. He just never shies away from it. Well, and you
1: saw that when uh, a rare turnover by Kirill Kaprizov in three-on-three overtime. And a lot of times when you're a goalie uh, and you're in that big spot and they get a breakaway, you're going to want to try to do too much. Maybe go for a pull check. Maybe do something that's atypical of your style to try to fool them. But no, he just sits back, lets them make the first move, and reacts to it accordingly. And that's a goalie that's playing a ton of confidence. I can tell you from playing that position, when you get into a zone like he's in right now, you feel like you're going to stop every shot, whether it's a breakaway or whether it's a deflected shot. It just feels like every puck's going to hit you. He's in one of those zones right now. A lot of
0: different things to take away from this game, Kevin. And before we talk about Adam Beckman getting uh, a chance and looking good um, on the line with Jewel Erickson-Eck and Matt Boldy, I did want to touch on the penalty kill. I know this Stars power play is in a cold spell. They were one for their last 20, I think, coming into this game they did not uh, get an opportunity to score on any of their power play opportunities. It did feel like the Wild took it they they treated it as though it was a Dallas Stars penalty that uh, power play that was still as dangerous as it ever had been. They were crisp, they were attentive and uh, they really did a good job of making sure Dallas didn't get any momentum that way.
1: And yeah, the Wild penalty kills been trending in the right direction now. You know, there's a lot of things that haven't gone the way of the wild when you handicap the way they've been going, but a couple areas of of real progress. I'll point to the, at the top of the list is the PK. And what you saw tonight is the wild using their speed to defend, and you saw guys paying the price blocking shots. And, and I think Jordan Greenway set the tone for that way back in the first period. He had a couple of huge blocks at a critical sequence when Dallas had been in the zone for a while that allowed Minnesota to get it clear, get some fresh bodies on the ice. This is a team right now that is showing you what they're made of. Like they're, they're not operating at their highest level. They're not operating with a ton of confidence on the offensive side of things, but they're showing you who they are. Like they are battling their asses off. And we saw it against Colorado two nights ago, saw it again against Dallas. And we've seen it for a while. They're blocking shots. They're paying the price. They're playing good, sound defense. They're playing with desperation. I don't know how long they can sustain it because it's only February, but I will tell you that this is the template for this team to have success. They've got to shut teams down and and score when they get their chances. Maybe they have to win games 2-1, but you know they've got to find a way, and right now they're, they're trying to do that. Kevin, we saw Adam Beckman
0: get inserted into the lineup. He was called up ahead of the game tonight and played with Matt Boldy, played with Jewel Erickson and... I thought looked really good. He was fearless out there on the ice. He was mixing it up with some stars players at points. But more importantly, he had kind of the shoot first, ask questions mentality uh, throughout the, uh, his time on the ice. And, and really looked like a guy who is able to give this team a little bit of life here as they wait for Marcus Felino to be ready to return.
1: Yeah. I I like this kid. You know, I like Adam. I've had a chance to get to know him the last couple of training camps. He's only 21 and having a conversation with him this morning after they did their morning skate, you you really got to feel Ryan Carter mentioned this during our broadcast night that this kid's starting to grow up. Like, you know, he's, he's a fun loving kid and that hasn't changed, but just some of his answers and the way his play has developed into more of a 200 foot game, he's becoming a pro think when he first got to this organization he was a one-trick pony he could really shoot the puck he could really play on the offensive side of the puck but the rest of it was a work in progress well he's come a long way and credit to tim army and that coaching staff in iowa with the wild down in des moines and credit for this kid because i think he realizes if you're going to make it in the nhl and stay here you've got to be more than a, a guy that can score goals and he can certainly do that he's top five in the american hockey league in terms of shots on goal with 155, he had scored four goals in his last two games with the Iowa Wild. And I'm with you. I thought he brought some energy to this game. He did not look like he was intimidated by the situation. He knows the pressure this team is under, but he didn't show in the way he played. And I hope they continue to give him a look because he got some young, fresh legs and you got a guy that likes to get to the fuck the net. And that's exactly, in my opinion, what this team needs right now.
0: It all leads to a huge 2-1 to shootout win over the Dallas Stars. We'll talk about what's next, being the Nashville Predators coming up on Sunday, some possible uh, tweaks to the lineup. We'll talk about all of that as we continue our Locked on Wild postcast after a word from our sponsor, which tonight is Bilt Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, you've got to give Built Bar a try. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. If that's not enough of a sell, Built Bar has just 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. What if I told you you'd no longer have to wait after ordering at Built.com for your Built Bars to show up? You can head to Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box for yourself today. If you don't have one close, don't worry. Just head to Built.com and your Built Bars will be here before you know it. All in all, Built Bar is the best way to enjoy your snack food. So head to Built.com and get things started today. Continuing tonight's Locked on Wild postcast, Minnesota Wild pick up a 2-1 to shootout win over the Dallas Stars. Nashville on deck on Sunday. Kevin, we talked about it before we hit record. Uh, at this point, I think just for the sake, and you are in agreement here, just for the sake of trying to pick up as many points as you can, it seems like you got to go back to Gustafson for Sunday.
1: Hard not to. And, again, I I, I trust Dean Everson, the coaching staff, along with Bill Garrett to shift through this decision. And I'm sure it's not an easy one because Marc-Andre Fleury is, is such a talented goalie himself. We all know the, the resume he comes with. But boy, when a guy is in this type of zone, when a guy is playing with this type of confidence, and I think outside of the, the obvious, which is just look at the numbers. He's 8-1-1 one, and one in his last 10 games in St. Paul. Outside of all that, the message you send the team, like I, I think, and again, I'm not blaming Marc-Andre Fleury for the loss against Colorado, but when you ask shoot to team 43-19, you're supposed to win that game. And there were a lot of factors outside of Flurry in that game that allowed that to happen. There were turnovers, there were breakdowns, but the bottom line is the message used on the team right now matters. You don't have a ton of room for error. You're not scoring a lot of goals five on five. And this guy right now, I think, gives you the best chance to win it. And right now, it's not about anyone's feelings. It's just about putting yourself in a position. Mark-Andre Flurry is going to make a huge impact on whether the Wild make the playoffs or not. There are a ton of... Back to back, still for this team to play, including one next week. So he'll be back in there soon enough. But I think you got to ride the Gus bus.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement there. Um, just in looking at the lineup before we talk about the Predators, it does seem like this team has been playing better in terms of generating chances. And so it seems as though there is a message that is being received by the guys on the team. Uh, what do you think about uh, the lineup currently, and do we need to see any more tweaks? ahead of Sunday's
1: game? I don't think you have to make much of any tweaks, to be honest. I, I think right now Dean Everson's got a pretty good pulse of what he's got cooking up front. I think when push comes to shove late in the period, you're going to see Boldy move up to play with Zuccarello and Caprisa because that's the Wild's three best weapons. I do know Jared Spurgeon in the third period blocked a couple of shots, and had to walk down the, the tunnel, and was absent from the bench for a couple of minutes, but was able to finish the game. You got some guys on the back end that are playing hurt, uh, but I thought Alex Galagoski had a really strong game. So I don't know that we're going to see Kalen Addison come back in. I think right now, use your depth, but also go with what's working. And I like that lineup that they put out there tonight. I know the fourth line got scored on. I also know that they helped draw a penalty in a power play situation uh, for Minnesota. I also know that Ryan Reeves had a real strong game, got some good chances in this hockey game. So I don't know. I, I would be very surprised if there is any change to the Wild's lineup come Sunday afternoon.
0: Nashville Predators coming to town and a Nashville team that uh, like the Wild just not having the same level of success they had last year. It's a team that is trailing the Wild in the standings right now. A team like the Wild that are desperate for points any way they can get them. It's going to be a slower style game on Sunday, but uh, it should be another uh, just knuckle-down matchup between a, a central division opponent.
1: Yeah, I think the way we saw this game play out tonight, this 2-1 type of game where every play gets magnified, every mistake you make uh, can really hurt you. I think that's the type of game it's going to be. And if you're the Minnesota Wilds, I mean, you've been the hunter now for quite some time. Now you're the hunted because this team is going to be desperate. They're behind you in the standings. And if you're the Wild, you know, You've got a lot of work to do to get in the playoffs, but this is a team you can pretty much put, uh, put behind you in the rear-view mirror and pretty much put them out of their misery because you're seven points up right now. If you beat them on Sunday, you'll be nine points up, and that's almost too much ground to make up for the Predators in the final month and change of the season. So great opportunity for Minnesota on Sunday afternoon. I like the way they're trending right now. I love their game against Colorado. I thought tonight's game was a good step as well. They're doing it with team defense, Seth. They're getting good goaltending here. And I think if you do that on Sunday, I think you have the better team. And I think Minnesota wins. Boy, it'd
0: be, it'd be nice to see a regulation win. It has been a hot minute since the Wild have had one of those. But like you said, if you get uh, two points against Nashville, you put them way back. And so we'll, uh, we'll see if they're able to do that come Sunday.
1: Looking forward to the game. It, it should be another intense afternoon in St. Paul. The crowds have been great. You can still salvage this homestand. 2-2-1 two, two right now. You get a couple more wins and end up 4-2-1. Uh, I think you'd take that heading back on the
0: road. The Wild win tonight, 2-1 to one in a shootout, and that is going to conclude tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Kevin, appreciate the time, as always. We'll see if the Wilds are able to pick up a win on Sunday against the National Predators. And between now and then, we'll have you covered with all sorts of content at Locked on Wild So make sure you follow along everywhere you listen to your podcasts as well as on YouTube. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.